All right, we're listening to another episode of Sounding Off on Soccer here. This is John Krasinski, Pittsburgh Soccer Now. I'm really excited about this week. We have some exciting um, things going on on the professional side here in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Riverhounds will be taking on Louisville City. Pretty big match for the Hounds, who are kind of going between fourth and fifth place right now and really need three... Uh, three points against Louisville would really get them going uh, in a good position. Um, and so I have an interview with Bob Lilly, which will be heard on a separate uh, podcast as well. Uh, we'll run that separately. And he talked about that. In addition, uh, actually, both Bob Lilly interview and Danny Griffin from practice uh, today uh, on it's Thursday. I'm recording this ahead of Saturday's match, uh, will actually be available on Pittsburgh Sports Live. So the Hounds are currently in fourth, tied for fourth place with the Pittsburgh, uh, the Birmingham Legion and three points against uh, Louisville. They haven't beaten the upper tier team, team ahead of them in the standings, um, both Louisville and Tampa Bay. Uh, they've, they've gone 0-3 against the, the first and second place teams. And the third place team, Memphis, they beat early in the season, but then in uh, recently in August, Memphis came to Pittsburgh and beat them uh, pretty. Conv I mean, I wouldn't say convincingly, but they looked they were the better team that day. So, um, so yeah, just a few things uh, to keep in mind as we we head towards Saturday. But it's also going to be '90s night at Highmark Stadium, uh, so that'll be exciting and fun. And another thing, a very exciting, the Pittsburgh Riverhounds will be had announced earlier this week that they. Um, they will be honoring one of their own, uh, Gene Klein, who's been part of the organization for in different ways and uh, throughout the course of almost the entire history of the organization. So, yeah, the Pittsburgh Riverhounds will be uh, holding a very special ceremony at halftime on Saturday. Uh, and I'm very happy to say to have Gene Klein. He'll be joining me. Uh, here on the podcast. Looking forward to talking to Gene, and um, we're very excited for him. Uh, it's really an awesome honor. And yeah, so the ceremony will be held at halftime, and Klein, um, he'll become the sixth member of the organization, the team's Hall of Fame, and it will be the first to be inducted since the original class was named in 2019. The ceremony will be highlighted, um, will highlight um, really the, the highlight for the throwback uh, night promotion. So there, as I mentioned, there are going to be a nineties celebration, nineties uh, night. So uh, many of um, Klein's former players who played for the Riverhounds will be in attendance. So we're looking forward to seeing a lot of them as well. Um, scheduled to introduce Klein um, will be Justin Evans, uh, the Hounds Hall of Famer who uh, played under Klein and was his successor as a head coach and Paul Child, his, uh, the former Pittsburgh Spirit star, who was also Klein's longtime colleague as a coach and broadcaster. So um, I've had an opportunity to um, interact with Gene many times over the years, and as not only uh, with the Riverhounds uh, things, but also as I just coached at the high school level and uh, Pittsburgh soccer now. Um, Gene has provided, you know, has retired a long, long, long time coach of Quaker Valley boys soccer. And what a tradition that, that they built 
at Quaker Valley as well. So looking forward to, uh, before, without further ado, um, we're gonna bring on Jean Klein um, for our interview. All right, this is uh, John Krasinski. I'm here with Jean Klein, a Pittsburgh soccer um, icon. And Saturday, the Pittsburgh Riverhounds are going to honor you, Gene. You've been you're part of the organization. I I think one of the words used was you've been ever present. You've been you've had so many different roles with the organization. I think this is a very well deserved honor. And uh, congratulations, Gene. Well, thanks, Sean. It's really nice of you to say. I mean, I have done just about everything, but uh, you know, I'm definitely uh, excited about this. Production. Uh, looking forward to Saturday night. Yeah, and uh, the Hounds organization has, um, you know, they they started the Hall of Fame in 1999, and I know you were there and you were part of that ceremony. And um, it's really great to see that they are um, really paying tribute to everybody who's contributed, especially back in those 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 original days um, when the organization, you know, came to be. I totally agree with you. I mean, uh, you know, I'm excited. I've heard really good things about the new president that, that he wants to. Uh, he's very forward thinking. He does want to honor the past and uh, does want to, you know, build traditions and things like that, which I think are really, really needed and necessary, not only for the River House, but all of soccer. So, uh, you know, it's, it's great that they're doing that. It's certainly, the 99 group, there are a million Hall of Famers from that group. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, everybody did so much back then to make it work. It's, uh, so I'm, I'm glad they're having the throw back then, too, and I hope people will come out and say hi to the players from that era because they did a ton. They were really good. Well, and speaking of doing a ton, and like we just talked about, you know, you, you wore a lot of different hats for the Hounds. And, you know, when you first started, it was you and John Kowalski was the head coach and Paul Child was there. And um, maybe if you could just what was what was your most vivid memory of that experience? Uh, just the excitement that was going on back then. And everybody was really the soccer community was very uh, to again, very, uh, very excited about the prospect of a of a pro team coming back to Pittsburgh, and uh, so that was that was something that was gratifying to be a part of. You know, uh, the, the other thing I can remember is that you know the crowds at Bethel was so much fun. You know, getting close to five thousand a game, and. John and Paul and I probably knew most of the people that were there. <laughs> you know, it, was, it was it was this it was the soccer community all along. And I remember the, I literally remember the first game where I got there, you know, the game up kickoff was probably around seven. I got there a couple hours before and, and I was lucky to find a parking space. <laughs> and uh Well it's yeah. still like that at Highmark Stadium, but that's that's another story. Yeah. And uh, you know, we used to dress up in the school, and then we'd have to walk down to the stadium because there weren't locker rooms at Bethel Park. There was a 
it was a locker room below facility and so we dressed up in the school and we, we uh and john and Bron, i led the team we had to walk through the parking lot down the stairs of the stadium to get to the field and, and the fans were lined up and made a tunnel for us and and that was that was pretty pretty cool so just you know everybody you shaking everybody's hand like i said we knew so many of the people that it was uh it was, it was really uh, uh, an immense occasion. It really was. It was so new and so exciting, like you said. And I think you're right. I think the soccer community had been waiting for it for a long time. Um, right. And, Gene, and you know, you and I, I, I first of all, I just want to, uh, you know, again, you've been so gracious and so helpful. Uh, when I was writing my book, Miracle on the Mon, um, you know, you, you provided a lot of really great contributions and, um, to to my narrative, at least in terms of in terms of telling the story of soccer in Pittsburgh and 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 how it came to be. I mean, you you were playing. I you know I remember you telling stories about you know how you you were playing um, in the '60s and the in 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 back then and you know in the early '70s and how it's just trying to be relevant and just getting you know the scores were in the Post Gazette, um, you know some of the games the the, the competition. That there was going on with the clubs in in the communities, and you know it was still it, it, you came in at the ground level when the high school game was it was nowhere near what it is now. I mean, you you oh, right. you were part of that too, right? Uh, yeah. So no, I've been at every level that's for sure, and they've all been fun. And I hope I made a wee contribution at, at all those levels, and just a little bit. But uh, yeah, it's. There's such a history here in Pittsburgh, uh, we have talked a lot, and uh, I've been looking at it more and more, researching more and more, because my buddy, uh, Jerry Luxbacher, mm -hmm. has a, a, a freaking treasure trove of articles, newspaper articles, and, and programs, and things that go back to the early 1900s that come from his grandfather. And he he had he had been scanning them and sending them in and it's like and a lot of stuff I knew it was amazing when you go through and you read these articles and I see the names there. And I, I know the name. I played against that. <laughs> right. You know? And uh or, or this or that. So, you know, it, it, it's amazing the same. For well, me a kid growing up in Brazil, mm -hmm. I mean uh my God, the connection with Brazil—a small little town with mm -hmm. really no soccer club, but plenty of soccer clubs in the area—is amazing. I think we have like at least a half dozen Hall of Famers just from Brazil. You know, national Re remarkable. So I mean, it's, it's, it's like we have to have <laughs> one of the highest per capita Hall of Famers in the country. You know, for for definitely i'm happy to do that and i know we have some friends over uh with uh, a national site the cup.us and i've been talking with and been working with them on maybe uh, working on a story along those lines so so i guess we'll we'll have to We'll have to talk more about that 
Um, yeah. But it was interesting you brought up Joe Luxbacher's name and, you know, I was talking to Bob Lilly and he even said the same thing. It's like, you know, one of the first times he ever met you and, and Paul and, and John Kowalski and that group, he said, you know, you guys have such, he was always impressed with the camaraderie among the, 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 you know, a lot of the people in the Pittsburgh soccer community. And, you know, he certainly were part of that. And he talked about, I think he came here for a camp in 1983 or 84. Um, yeah, and, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, those, you know, and then obviously that, that group of you came together to, to when the, the Riverhounds came together, it was like, you know, when Mr. Heasley, the owner, um, brought the franchise together, I mean, it was, seemed like it was a no-brainer to bring you on board along with John and, and Paul and, and some others. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I had the, the Luxes because I started playing with their dad. Their dad was my coach. Mm -hmm. So, Frank Luxbarger coaches for the Beeland Juniors back in the late 60s and uh, with uh, a lot of their names like Joe and Jerry were Joe wasn't on that team. He was playing with the seniors. But Jerry was. And then Fran, their dad, was the coach. Then he called my, Bobby called my one. They were on that team. So uh, and we had a good team. We went all the way to the uh, national quarterfinals, I believe, and the, and the junior cup. Then it was totally different. You won your district, and then you went around and started playing. So, you know, we won Western PA. And then went to Cleveland and then went there. And then Detroit came down here and we beat them. And then we ended up losing to Baltimore. Yeah, and we won to Baltimore. We were going to Chicago for the Final Four. But, uh, yeah, so it was, it, was a, it was a pretty good crew. Um, Gene, you know, I think because you'll be going in the Hall of Fame for the Riverhounds, just uh, I, I know, again, it, whatever we don't cover here people can read in in my book <laughs> but um right. if you wanted to just talk about maybe those first 10 years of the organization uh and just you know what it took to 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 get through each year i think that was the key you just had to get through and each year and i know that you were you and i had talked about this is sometimes it was just you know were you even going to have a bus uh, you didn't even know what transportation you were going to take yeah. things like that i mean what there was a lot of adversity there, wasn't there? What's that? There was a lot of adversity during those, uh, you know, yeah, just. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, it was, it was each day all we could get through, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, so there's a lot of adversity. And you were, it's, it's a great to have a guy like Tuffy, you know, running around the team because he, he sees a little bit more in the long term. And. Everybody else is just trying to get through day by day. Like you said, did we have enough money to, to get on the bus to go to Cleveland for crying out loud? Right. And, uh, well, fight with, fight with the owners about this or that or whatever. I mean, simple stuff right. that should, should not be even a worry, but, but it was, you know. Uh, are we going to have enough for per diem meals? You know, are we going to? Do we have a Do we have a second set of uniforms? You know, so um, I don't think they have to worry about that now. But 
Hopefully not. I mean, hopefully Bond will concentrate <laughs> on building the team. But uh, but yeah, we had a lot of a lot of little things that went on. But, but the good thing was we had mm-hmm. Dave Castro and John Kowalski who knew what was needed, and, and they kept fighting. And then it was passed on down to to pretty much to me and Paul, mm-hmm. and then to others. And, and in addition, you passed it on to people like Justin Evans, who, you know, took over as coach after you and Justin, you know, ushered the era back into the Highmark Stadium. But then you were part of that. You know, you and Paul were it became, you know, identified with the organization uh, as as the voices of the team, and then Matt Geica joined alongside uh, both of you. But man, what a great run! And we missed having you and miss having Paul um, on the call. But I, I think that was a very. I think that's you know, there's a lot of new fans coming on board, and they got a chance to to know you. They got a chance to know Paul, and I think that's been a, that was really a good thing during the really the last decade. Well, thank you. I mean, Paul, and I definitely missed. We missed that. We- we miss doing the games. We miss that connection. Uh, and, but that's why, you know, I told Justin, that's why I think this throwback night is so important that, they, that they're doing it now because there are a lot of new fans and they need to connect with with the 99ers and all the other groups, you know. And know that there is a, a, a big mm-hmm. history and, and a lot of people came before them to keep this franchise moving forward, you know, so... Uh, I'm glad they're doing the throwback night. I hope we have a lot of guys show up. Well, that's what I hear. That's what I hear. It'll be a, it'll be a pretty nice turnout um, in terms of a lot of the guys uh, from yeah. from that era. So really looking forward to that. And uh, I don't know if you have much if you had a chance to watch the team lately. Um, it's a big game, too. I mean, beating Louisville yeah. is going to be a – you know, they, they need to get up, get a leg up against Louisville, or at least get kind of – a signature. I wrote about this the other day. It's like they need a signature win right now because they they they've been good, but they they need to show that they can, you know, really make a make a run in the playoffs. Yeah, I think so. so I think we need a big win and, and and get on a get on a roll, or get on a big good run, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, I haven't I haven't missed the last couple games, so I'm looking forward to tonight. Well, Gene, uh, I don't really want to take up much more of your time, but I, I just appreciate, you know, you always have been generous with your time for, with me. And um, like I said earlier, you, you were a big contributor for my book and telling the story of soccer in Pittsburgh, that's for sure. Um, and uh, we definitely have to, you know, get more on those ar- archives and, and telling the story going even further back. Uh, I'll be looking forward to doing that too, but um, but more more than anything else, I'm looking forward to Saturday night and seeing you and being at Highmark Stadium. Well, thanks, Sean. Listen, uh, we appreciate uh, everything you're doing too, and, and with your your stories and giving, you know keeping the information. Out. I wish wish you were there in '99, <laughs> and uh, but uh, so. Uh, and, and I'm always available to help you. So whatever, whatever you need, don't hesitate to give me a call. But thanks for uh, putting the game forward from your end because it's, it's really great to see someone covering soccer from all angles 
car we you know we were lucky if we could get it from any angle before so right. and, and you're you're looking at it from the pro level to the, to the youth to the high school to the colleges so uh, i mean you're doing a great job and we hope i mean i hope you're able to continue for years and years now Certainly hope so, Gene. And, um, you know, I feel like uh, we've the foundation's been set and you are definitely a big part of setting that foundation. So, um, Gene, thank you so much for joining me and um, I can't wait to see you Saturday. All right. Sounds good, John.